Hi everyone, this is Sophie from Kitchen Psychology on Flirt FM, and before I'm going to say anything, I want to give out a trigger warning today, because what I'm going to talk about is a highly sensitive subject, um, which is about rape as well as sexual assault, so for anyone who does not feel comfortable with that topic, listening to it, or where own trauma might be triggered, just be aware of this, that it is a very sensitive topic that I'm going to talk about. I wasn't really sure how I was going to start this episode. It doesn't feel right to do my normal intro because this is not a normal episode. The topic I'm going to talk about is much more serious than anything I've ever addressed. And to be quite honest, it scares me to be this open about it. But I have a responsibility to my younger self and every other person that has or is going through this, that has been raped. Last week, my friend was raped. He waited outside of her home, a place she should feel safe. She had rejected him multiple times before this. Weeks before, and again told him that she was not interested that same night. He still came to her house, and she can't remember everything after that, but she regained consciousness when she was in his room. The fact that she was barely conscious throughout everything and the way in which he literally took her from her home shows what kind of a dangerous person he is. Someone that goes through these lengths, in my opinion, cannot have much or anything of a consciousness and he will do it again. I don't think this is a question of if, but rather of when, where and to whom. Who will he rape next? After she told me, I tried staying strong. I didn't want to break down in front of her because this was not about me. She was all that mattered in that moment and making sure that she knew that we all believed her and were supporting her. But as soon as I got home and was by myself, I couldn't hold it in anymore. And I broke down and called my mom, crying hysterically. Hearing what happened to her made me relive what I had been through when I was 17. And I'm still reliving it right now. It is so scary and terrifying, and I feel helpless. I'm going to be 20 next month, and my experience is still deeply ingrained in my body and mind. I've tried working through it on my own, and I have talked to a therapist. And while I am okay now... This type of trauma won't ever leave you. When she told us, we were four girls in that room, and three of us have been raped in the past. This is the horrifying truth. What happened to my friend, and to me, is not an isolated incident. And today I want to talk about this, and stand up for us. Her story is not mine to share, but I can talk about my own experiences. I didn't realize that I was raped at first. It took me around six months until I even questioned what happened. I made excuses, I felt weak, and I didn't know how wrong what he did to me was. I thought that maybe if I had been stronger, he would have stopped. I was trying to find the blame with myself. It wasn't violent. It happened in the safety of my own home, my own bed. 
none of these things were something I associated with rape. But none of that was my fault. I said no. Not once, not twice, but three times. And he didn't care. When I used to talk about it at first, I would always try to explain why I wasn't stronger. Why I couldn't make him stop. But none of it was my fault. I did not consent. He raped me. And that is all that matters. We can't blame victims for what happened to them and for what other people did to them. Once I realized that he had assaulted me and how that impacted me, I googled rape and what was legally classified as it. My experience wasn't. So instead of acknowledging my trauma, I didn't take it seriously. The law didn't, so how could I? What I discovered since then is that unconsensual sex is rape. It sounds so silly to me now to even say that, but I didn't understand that. And I think a lot of people don't either. Laws can be changed. They are a representation of society as it is at the moment, not an unquestionable, undoubtable truth. I feel like when most people think of rape, it is seen as something that has to be violent with bruising and harsh proof. But it's not. And I'm not the only one that didn't realize at first that I was raped. Once I was able to talk about it, I suddenly wasn't alone anymore. Some of my friends and people I know have had similar experiences. Either we didn't realize or it wasn't violent enough to report and know that there would be consequences for our rapists. It's one of the reasons why I really want to address this in my podcast. I have a platform to talk about my experiences and maybe it can help other people feel less alone and validate their trauma and experiences. I think because our understanding of rape is changing, and rightly so, some people may have a difficulty understanding that rape doesn't only happen in one way. It can look very different, and it is important not to compare these cases by severity. Because at the end of the day, every person that has been put through it will be traumatized and scarred. Once I realized what had happened, I still couldn't fully believe it. It felt so far away and I so detached from the situation. It was almost surreal, like I couldn't believe that it had happened to me. In comparison to what I thought rape to be, it felt almost unimportant. I didn't validate my own experience. And I didn't know how to process it because of that. I tried writing about it and I opened up to a few friends and my mum. It was a start and after some months I felt like I would be okay. At that point it had happened almost a year ago and I still didn't really think it of as rape. Maybe a really sucky case of sexual assault. But I didn't know what to call it yet. I had already moved out by that point. But one night, I was staying at my parents' house, in my old bedroom, that I had had since my childhood. I grew up in that room. And as soon as I lay down on the bed, ready to sleep, I felt like, I felt the anxiety and panic 
creeping up in my whole body. I had no idea what was going on and I was so scared. It got worse and worse and my heart was pounding and I felt like I wouldn't be able to breathe if I didn't get out of there right now. I have never slept in that room since. And only a couple of weeks after that, my mom brought the bed to be shredded. I was lucky enough that we could swap my old room with an office. And until this day, I have trouble even going into that room. I knew that there was no way for me to report what had happened. There was no use. I knew that I wouldn't get justice for myself. But when my friend told me about what happened to her, I knew that I had to speak up. This is my opportunity to stand up for her, for myself and other victims of rape. The justice system had no place for me and she doesn't have faith in it. The price she would pay for reporting him to the police is too great for the small promise of consequence. Reporting means reliving, people doubting and questioning you. And what good is putting yourself through more trauma if the person responsible won't be convicted for their crime? I understand her wish not to report it, but we won't stay silent anymore. I did some research, and in Ireland, where we live, around 2,000 cases of rape and sexual assault get reported yearly. However, in 2020, only 168 people were convicted. And that is an increase to previous years. Around 65% of sexual violence cases are not reported to authorities or the police. And I think that the percentage of convictions speak for themselves. As I said earlier, what good does it do to put a victim through more trauma if there is so little hope for justice? On my social media page, I will include a link to a report where an investigation into the justice system concerning rape cases was done. It is really interesting if you want a better understanding of the legal situation and why people choose not to report. There's also a summary if you're not too keen on reading. And my Instagram is kitchen.psychology. So look up kitchen.psychology for some more information. If you are going to be intimate with someone in any way whatsoever, and that doesn't just include sex, ask for consent. This, in my opinion, is is not debatable at all. It shouldn't be assumed that both people want it. Communication about it is absolutely essential. Asking for consent is nothing to feel weird about. The first time I was asked, it was really emotional for me. This simple question pained me so much because I wished that I had been asked when I was younger. It should have been something that was normal. Being asked for consent, especially after what had happened to me, made me feel so comfortable and safe. No matter what my response would be in that moment, I felt like I could trust the person more because of that, because I was asked. And asking is not just a guy's responsibility. It doesn't matter who asks, but ask. Even if you're in a committed relationship, 
It doesn't matter. I never got the chance to stand up for myself. And now I feel like I can. I want justice for rape victims that don't trust the legal system to protect them. I don't know what that can look like yet, but spreading awareness is my first step. I'm taking control back, and I'm not ashamed of what happened to me because it wasn't my fault. And if it happened to you, know that you did nothing wrong. None of this is your fault. Bad and ignorant people will continue to exist, and chances are that they will rape again. If you have been raped, talk to people you trust, whether it's a counselling service, your friends, your family, your GP, and to the people that are being told, believe victims and support them in whatever they want to do. But know that you're not alone and you will get through it. Even if it won't always feel like you will be okay, some of the pain will go away. And no one has the power to take your light away from you. To everyone listening, thank you so much for listening to our stories. And please help us spread awareness on this. Because as of now, on our campus, in the place where both my friend and I live, there is still a guy out there that has no problem raping girls. And that cannot happen. So please... Please spread awareness about it and ask for consent and be kind to people. And again, thank you so much for listening.